Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your emails and read your reviews. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Do we have any new reviews? We do. This is from Angelica Alls. I am an avid Pandora listener when driving, and I have been going strong all week with Web Crawlers. Oh, the Pandora! Are so funny interesting and do some gnarly research i really like hearing their thoughts and funny jokes i never deemed myself a podcast person but i feel like i'm part of the conversation with them love 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 so entertaining and fun keep it up queens Ooh, thank you pandora i never even think about pandora yeah now i do you got one from canada Ooh, up up north it's the bomb five stars from mattingly theory easily the most fun podcast on planet earth like going to six flags but free whoa wow (laughs) from jeff banner three excellent podcast love the real language not censored and the way you gals interact with each other that's a Thank good one. Thank you. You've got a three-star one from Australia. Do you want to hear it? Three. I do. I do. That's I interesting. I know. Three, st- three star seems a little insane. It's medio. It's um, like, don't don't write it at all for three. Yeah, that's what I it say, It should be too. one or five. Uh, this- one or five. <laughs> uh, well it's the, the it's it's pretty scathing i'll say for a three star uh something to oh. pass the time there's lots of interesting topics that sound promising but a lot of episodes are a letdown there's too much <gasps> irre- irrelevant banter listening to web crawlers <laughs> is okay to pass the time but there are other podcasts out there that have a lot more substance and are more informative you know okay 
Well, thanks we, for passing like the time to, with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, God. We're a balance here of information and then, you know, casual <laughs> chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Um, we have some emails. <laughs> God. This one is from Julie. Tell your listener with the bats in his house to get a rabies shot. Oh, my God. Hi, web crawlers. <laughs> I literally had to pause the mailbag episode that came out today to send you this email. You need to get in touch with your listener with bats in his house, all capitals, because he needs to get a rabies shot like yesterday. Rabies is 100% fatal if not treated. Bats flying around during the day is fucking nuts. And bats in his house means that they could have bitten him without him knowing. Save this man's life. Ah, Julie. I agree. I don't know what kind of bats are flying around. Yeah, you got to get... Yeah, you got to get a rabies shot. Uh, Here's one. Birds falling from... They're just around. Yeah, yeah, but she's saying that he could have been bitten without his own knowledge, which I feel like you would know if you were bitten by a bat. You'd know. You'd know if you were like, bitten by like a bat. It's not like a mosquito. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Here's one from Christy. Birds falling from the sky. This is a video that's viral right now. Oh, yeah. Hi, have you ladies oh, yeah. seen this bullshit? What do you guys think it could be? It triggers every creepy crawly in me. When watching, I watched the birds in 3D at 10 years old, so I'm fucked up from that. The birds, Hitchcock, the birds was released in 3D. Oh, was it? That seems suspect. What do you think it could have been? Uh, They say that they think that all the birds were maybe attacked by some sort of predator, so they all swooped down. That seems the most likely. Yeah, it seems the most likely to me. But it's like thousands of these black birds come crashing into the ground like a lot of them died yeah it's crazy um yeah that's weird if you've never seen the movie birdemic it's the weirdest movie in the whole entire world it looks like it was made on kid pics it's so weird and so (laughs) funny it's like definitely alt comedy made by this guy neil breen who makes a ton of horrible movies it's like oh yeah yeah i know neil yeah. i don't know neil breen but i know of his movies you know of his work you know of his work wait a minute um, i've seen birdemic i think i've seen birdemic it says 18 percent on rotten tomatoes oh yeah it's a bad movie uh but it's it's pretty pretty good tippy hedron is in it yeah, it's pretty... Budget was $10,000. Yeah, and you know that means it's a good movie. Here's a last email. Fortune-telling lawyer from Josh Thornhill. Hello, ladies. My name is Josh, and I've been a listener since day one. Whoop, whoop. I love the show, and I'm thankful for the hours of entertainment that get me through my week. I was wondering if any of you had heard of May Haley Lancaster. She is perhaps the most famous and infamous person to come from the small Georgia town that I grew up in. May Haley was a lawyer, political activist, midwife, teacher, and fortune teller in the first half of the 20th century. She was the first woman to run for political office in the state of Georgia. She also testified as a psychic in the first ever trial where a white man was given the death penalty upon the testimony of black witnesses in Georgia. The trial was written uh, was written about in the book Murder in Coweta County and was later adapted into a movie of the same name starring Andy Griffith and Johnny Cash. Interesting. Wow. I grew up hearing stories of the lawyer witch from the older generation in my town and was always fascinated by her. I don't know. Sounds like a web crawlers episode to me. It, it does. Oh, maybe Very interesting. We're going to have to look into her. 
Interesting. All right. Well, should we get into some voicemails? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Wait, there's one more. Sorry. This woman, Nicole, said she found a Princess Princess Diana beanie baby at Goodwill for $1. (laughs) (laughs) it's on sale get it yeah (laughs) that's a steal yeah hi this message is for the web crawlers this is Sadie calling I'm a long time listener I love you guys Um, I was calling to tell you guys about my house I grew up in in Michigan Um, shout out to Melissa I grew up in this like 19... 1900s early like early 1900s farmhouse and my parents still live there um but there's just been so many like weird interesting things that have come up just in our time living there and one of like the first things I want to talk about was that there's this like bomb shelter um like in our garage just because it was like from like the depression era and it was just, it's super weird. Like, it looks like a, almost like a sewer. And then you have to, like, pry open the lid to it. Oh, wow. And it's like a hole. And you go down into there, and it's just, like, we have found, like, the weirdest shit. Like, me and my sisters crawled down there all the time when we were in, like, fourth grade. And we found all these, like, busted-up dolls. Oh. And, like, just, like, weird, like, East, like Easter Bunny-themed things. No. Just super, super strange. Um, I don't like and it. And then also, like, there's this room in the basement. It's, like, a Michigan basement. Yeah. And there's, like, a room to the left of the stairs, like, when you first walk down. And it's a door. And when you open the door, it's just a wall of cinder blocks. Like, oh. like literally from the floor to the ceiling, like cinder block. Oh, there's something behind. And that. we can't get in there. <laughs> um, I suppose we could probably take it down, but my parents are like nervous about doing that. You got to take. But that it's down. just like the weirdest thing. That is weird. Um, also, Isn't that like the plot of Kimmy Schmidt? It used to be like a two-story house, <laughs> and then I believe, I think in like the early 1900s, the top part of it burned down. So it's a one-story house now, and I believe it used to be like a boarding house at some point oh um, we found some really weird stuff like buried in our backyard uh. um we found like bed frames like entire bed frames just like really weird like newspaper article like just the wildest stuff and uh anyway i just wanted to call you guys to tell you about my uh creepy old house in michigan um Anyway, love you guys. Thank you so much for your podcast. Oh, that's creepy as hell. That's creepy. Like, in Kimmy Schmidt, wasn't, like, she and all her sisters were, like, living under, down in a bunker? Yeah, they were in a bunker. Well. You could yeah. you could find the next Kimmy Schmidt down there behind yeah. that <laughs> yeah. cement block wall. You got to pitch that story. Yeah, there's for sure something behind there. You don't just have a room. There's dead bodies just... down there. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Next message. Sorry. Web crawler. <laughs> air horn, air horn. Hey, uh, so this is Amy from Ohio calling you. I have an update for you on my mom hexed the neighbor's trampoline saga. God, I need this today. So I went over to my parents' house for Super Bowl, and one of the 
people my mom quote unquote put a hex on got his high end rental car stolen. No, my God. See, it works. It's working. It's working. Oh my God. (laughs) um, Luckily, it wasn't a child with a bone disorder that no longer can jump on a trampoline. It was, you know, a victimless crime, I guess. Uh, whoever stole the rental car. I'm not going to exactly specify who this person is, but they're kind of one of those people that are hanging on and in the life of my family due to a child, you know, those kinds of bonds. So uh, let's just say the guy's an asshole, and I'm so glad his rental car got stolen. (laughs) Fuck that guy. But I thought it was so funny that she was like, it works. You know, it works. I know what I'm doing. So, I know what I'm doing. I don't know what I, what's next, but just want to give you an update. See ya. Bye. Wow. I forgot where she's getting the spells. Like Etsy. <laughs> Etsy spells. Buying for like $1.99. That's amazing. <laughs> Man, watch out for Amy wow. and Ohio's a, mom. Yeah. That's a powerful witch right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to congratulate you guys on peak podcasting uh i'm listening to mailbag episode and you were looking up a video of california tourist stuff and i just love how you spent like two minutes (laughs) playing a video silently and talking about how you didn't know anybody out there (laughs) (laughs) good listening okay that's all i love you guys bye That's why we get those classic three-star reviews. Yeah, like, it's okay. Sometimes they just talk about things. That I don't Sometimes know they forget they're... that they're podcasting. Yeah. We described some of the video. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> Hi, this message is from a row for Carlos. Anyways, uh, my name is Heidi, and I'm calling to suggest an episode, but also tell you a reason why I'm is about whatever. Anyway, so what I just said. Uh, well, I'll start with it. Colin suggested that you guys could do uh, an episode on psychotic conspiracy theories because, uh, like, I th- they're kind of weird. And so I was hoping that someone would, like, talk about them and, and stuff. And, and also that, like, it's not, like, a big deal or anything. They're, like, from a long time. But, like, I remember I used to wait in line at the supermarket and then, like, uh, there would be like a tablet that said like, oh yeah, I drove you out, like just crash and do the Titanic, and that's why I saying. And then, you know, as a kid, I knew that I was like, ah, no, it's not. But there's also some other ones where I'm like, what? Like someone has to like craft something to make this one up. It was like, it's called like the Federal Reserve one, where it's like, well, the three richest guys in the world, they were opposed to the Federal Reserve, so they wanted to like, so then they put them on the boat, and then they think about because of them, but like, I'm like, I probably got it wrong. And then there's a couple other ones, but it's only like two that I can think of right now. But it, it, it involves a lot of, because there's a bunch of rich guys that died on a famous boat. So, yeah. And another reason I wanted to call is because uh, I wanted to ask about the, uh, at the end of the Titanic movie, because I saw it at New Year's before it left Netflix. And at the end, when, uh, at the end, when you see Rose in bed, and then like she's young again and she's going, she's like walking in front of all the people that died on Titanic, like, and then she, and she gets married to like Jack at the end. I wanted to ask, when you guys saw that, or spoiler alert, whatever, it's like 40 years, uh, spoiler alert, uh, 
but yeah. So at the end, do you guys think that she died at, at the end and she goes to and she goes to Lieutenant Kevin, or is she just sleeping in her bed, like just having a dream about, because she just talked about it after so many years? So I, I, to me, I, I, I was thought she was just dreaming about everybody who died on the Titanic and, and and stuff. But other my best friend was she was like, no, Heidi, you're wrong. There, there is Titanic Kevin. So like, what? Which one is it? What do you guys think? Anyways, um, if you guys do an episode on, on Titanic conspiracy theories, that'd be cool. If not, like, like, what do you think? Did, did she, was it Titanic Kevin or was she just Titanic dream? <laughs> Titanic. Anyways, y'all guys <laughs> have a nice day. Uh, oh, and great episode this morning. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, I, didn't she die? I thought she died, but I don't really like remember. Yeah. No, I think she died. I mean, I think it's up for interpretation for sure. But I right. think what's leading up to that entire scene is she she lets go. She's of letting her, go. Yeah, right. She lets go of her jewel, her special jewel, and she lets right. go. And um, then I think that that Welcome gives her death, sweet embrace. Yeah, she. And then it's it's everyone meeting up again in. Um, you know, right. in, as the caller said, Titanic heaven. But I think it could be up for interpretation. It could. I think sure. it's a very nice thought that she just dreamed. And then the next morning she's going to wake up and, you know, just go back, you know, go get yeah, a coffee. Hot yoga. Yeah, just go out to bring it a brunch with her with yeah, her pals. bottomless mimosas with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up, um, up for interpretation. Yeah. And what was she saying before that? Did it conspiracy theories or like National Enquirer? Or? No, it was Titanic conspiracy theories that there could have been a U-boat that crashed into the ship that, that there were oh. guys on the ship that were against the Federal Reserve and that it sank to um, kill them. I mean, that's interesting. I've never heard of Titanic yeah. conspiracies, but it sounds like there yeah, are quite a, real, a few. Real Titanic head. <laughs> real Titanic head. Yeah. 
next message holy cannoli y'all have a lot of podcasts i i never realized that um hi this is chef mary again uh, on your podcast today i heard that you said if you were ever scammed by an anna i was scammed by an anna once and i just no. wanted to tell you that and that's all the story is kind of personal so i'm not gonna explain it anyway have a great fucking day guys honk, honk. okay what i was scammed, scammed by, by anna. anna if you do want to tell us about it call, call oh us tell back. us more we're a safe space yeah you can be anonymous yeah we could put a voice filter on you um, yes and yeah, make it hello, so no one could I ever hello. know yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next message hi this is for the web crawlers um i just got really scared <laughs> i'm sorry i so i'm like really bad on the phone usually but i just kind of had like a really awesome phone call so i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna ride this wave <laughs> yes the web crawlers hotline um so, first off, y'all read my review on, like, one of the recent mailbag episodes, and I just thought, you were like, wow, she's listening to them so fast, like, hundreds of episodes in a couple weeks, because I was like, it's so amazing, I, like, I'm almost done, but um, I was exaggerating a little, like, whenever I leave a review, I just kind of turn into, like, a insane like truer person and I just really embellish a lot um so I guess you're welcome not sorry because I left you a glowing review it's kind of embarrassing um but I just wanted to call to pitch to you um not really a story but more of like an idea for a guest to have on the podcast I've been re-watching um, the Girls Next Door, the show that's a, like Hugh Hefner oh, and the yeah. Playboy Mansion, but it's yeah. really about, you know, the three girls, Bridget, Holly, and Kendra. I love that and, show. All the girls. Um, that show was on when I was like in middle school, so it was like the ultimate, like they were just the ultimate, like cool, like, mm-hmm. you know, going to a tanning bed and getting the like Playboy bunny <laughs> on your hip or like, yes, the sticker. Yeah. And, like, um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I'm like, sorry, I'm like losing track of my thoughts, but, um, I have been rewatching it and it's like so interesting to watch, like, now with like a different lens on I can honestly write like mm-hmm. a dissertation on like gender in the girls next door. It's really crazy. But um Bridget is really into like Halloween and she had like I think in like season two or three there's an episode where she like holds a seance. She's a ghost hunter now. She oh, yeah. thinks that the Playboy Mansion is haunted. And I don't know, I just feel like the three of them are kind of the OG bimbos and I mean that in the best way possible so it just feels like with their kind of interest in spooky stuff they would be like the perfect people to chat with about something and I'm obsessed with Holly Madison I've like read her book and um fuck Hugh Hugh Hefner he's a creep but the girls Mm -hmm. are so awesome there's a part two that new Playboy doc is like insane Hi, this is still kind of web crawlers. Um, so I just 
With recommending to y'all to hit up um, Holly, Bridget, and Kendra from The Girls Next Door and have one of them on the show. But I also wanted to mention I got a um, hot horse, hot horse hat. <laughs> and you, I am like so, so excited about it because <laughs> I um, like grew up in like a horse fan. I would use the word horse girl, but I feel like it's kind of derogatory. So sometimes I claim the identity and then sometimes I don't. Because if you, I don't know, horse girl is like you have like posters on your wall and you're just like obsessed with unicorns. But like, I actually like. Yeah, you're a hot horse girl. You're an like, actual. My grandparents <laughs> had a horse farm. I feel like <laughs> it's different. But I'm so excited to wear my freaking high horse, dot horse hat the next time I go back home to Tennessee and just the people on the farm are going to be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and if you ever make any other like just kind of tongue-in-cheek sarcastic horse merch <laughs> it is literally I need more of it it is perfect and it's like y'all oh my god I'm like so happy it's an inside joke of the podcast because it is like so my vibe and I'm really thrilled for my health so um yeah thanks for shading my face and keeping my skin healthy with this lovely hot okay well um, that's all I guess. Bye. Wow. Gotta make some more horse merch ASAP. Love horse merch. Love horse merch. Okay, next message. Hi, this is a message for the web callers. It's Ooh, Kathy accent. From England. Hello. Hello, Melissa. <laughs> I'm knocking down the street. I like to put that on the table to I do appreciate that one, Melissa. Um, anyway, if you guys hear me heavy breathing, I apologize. Sorry, bro. Um, I'm walking to work, and honestly, I'm, I'm not that fit. So, there you go. Um, so, I just wanted to bring in and help with the uh, voicemail. She does all talk again. I was just listening to the new episode about uh, Anna the Scammer. And I just had a thought that... Oh, I breath, honestly. Um, <laughs> you said about her being at the facility, and Melissa said that um, she couldn't find any reason why she was actually in there. And then you said uh, that they had to, like, lure out to, like, arrest her. So I was thinking, I wonder if she knew that. I wonder if she knew... But they wouldn't be able to arrest her in there. So I wonder if that's why she went in. Um, and then maybe she sort of took a bit of a risk meeting her friends, maybe in her, her friend was going to tell her boyfriend and some money or something. Um, so yeah, that's my little theory. Maybe she went in there, kind of displaced her, that kind of arrest her. Uh, so, thank you guys. Have a fantastic day, week, year. Um, la, 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 la. Bye. What did, what did she ask? I think it was about rehab that like, did she go into rehab to not be arrested? And I think they said that in the oh. later episode, she got there because like, if you're in rehab, your, your visa can, you can overstay your visa or something. That's yeah. I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. They can't deport you if you're in rehab and your visas. Yeah. That Anna, she, that Anna, she knows what she's doing. She's tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky do walk around to crawlers. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Middle name Jordan. 
middle name. I'm calling because my middle name's Jordan. And oh, I yeah. have kind of a weird story from my childhood that just kind of bounces around in my head all the time. But <clears throat> so this would have been probably 1985. I was five years old, and I lived in Revelstoke, British Columbia. So shout out to my, you know, BC bitches. <laughs> I was five years old, and I don't remember the girl's name, but somehow I ended up going to her house after school. And I remember it being this apartment building, and I had never really been in an apartment building. We lived in a house. And when I got there, I remember her mom was really strange and weird. And I guess I sort of immediately was on alert because I said that I needed to ask my parents if I was able to be there at all. I was a little worried about that. And so this woman pretended to call my parents with me there. I remember it. And she said, oh, yeah, I talked to your parents, and they said that it's fine. You can stay here. Um, The details are a little foggy because I was five years old. And next thing I know, my dad is beating down the door. And he came and got me. I have no idea what happened in the in-between time. I have no idea how he found out where I was. But he said that, no, he never talked to her. No, from that point on, I was not allowed to go to anyone's house after school. I had to go home. But another weird thing that stands out in my mind is that when we got down to the lobby of this apartment building, there was another girl who I know was in the same school as me. She might have been a year older than me. And she smiled at me. And her gums were white. And it was just really weird to me. I'd never seen someone that had white gums before. So fast forward to sixth grade. I was 12 years old. And my teacher asked just a question about, you know, oral health. And so what color are people's gums when they have gum disease? And that popped in my head and I raised my hand and I said, white. And everyone looked at me like, what? And the teacher was like, no. Red. So, anyway, it's just a weird story for my childhood. Love you, ladies. Bye. Oh, that's weird. Those first people were for sure trying to kidnap you, maybe? Yeah. What? That's strange. White gums. Kidnapping. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. Yikes. This message is for the web crawlers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in like a weird good mood. Yay! Um, My name is Oliver. I called a couple months ago about my Titanic synchronicity when I went to Planned Parenthood. Um, And I saw the Titanic for the first time when I was hearing a bunch of, you know, voicemails about Another Titanic. Yeah, Um, weird. And I am listening to an episode and Jeff just called and was talking about how he had this dream about like his like sister's house and or like a dream about this place and then he goes and then it just happens to be like where his sister lives or something oh, yeah. and then you guys were talking about it and i was like i have these weird prophetic dreams all the time like all the time i will dream of something i will dream of someone i haven't thought of in years and then in the next day or two they will reach out to me weird it's, i don't even i think i am I don't want to say God. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, just, it's crazy. Because y'all were like, what if you're like the captain of your own simulation? And that's just too much to comprehend for my little 19-year-old brain. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, 
Love y'all. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this was a dumb voice, though. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, that's that's God right there. That's mm-hmm. God. You're God right there. You're God right there. <laughs> Imagine being 19. Hi, my name is Jennifer. I'm calling for the web callers. Hello. I'm listening to your most recent mailbag episode, and there was some more confusion over language around people who are disabled, people with disabilities, however you want to say it. Um, but it's, it's kind of a, a sticky issue because obviously what disabled people want to be called is what they should be called, right? So I'm disabled. I like to say that I'm disabled. You can call me disabled. It's not a dirty word. Some people prefer person-first language, which is people with disabilities. The sticking point for a lot of disability rights advocates is that um, the word disabled is seen by a lot of abled people as being dirty or taboo. It's hard to say. It's scary. Um, so the idea is that, like, it's not scary. It's not bad. It's not a moral failing. It's just who I am and what my reality is to the world. There's also some good, like, images people have where it's, like, person with disabilities is like a person who carries their disability in a suitcase rather than the disability being part of who they are. Um, so that's really kind of the issue. And it's similar for autistic people and or people with autism. And it really is a personal choice. Um, but a lot of people, especially younger people within the disability advocacy community, prefer to be called disabled rather than people with disabilities. Um, anyway, I hope that was helpful. I love your show, um, and you guys are great, and I love that you're always open to learning. So thank you. Bye. That's interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. Okay, last voicemail of Whoa. the day. Hello, hello. Uh, this is Yu Yang from Vancouver. Um, I'm leaving a message for the amazing web crawler podcast. (laughs) Hello to you all, Melissa, Ali, and Maria. You guys are the best. Um, I absolutely love your show, and uh, you know, I think it's better than anything Joe Rogan has put out. Let me put it out. (laughs) Hell yeah, baby! Um, you know, I want to just respond to a couple of your last mailbag um, podcasts. So a couple of weeks back, somebody mentioned that they had a bad day, and you know what? I felt terrible for them. But then, funny enough, right, the podcast after that, somebody talked about um, synchronicity. And I, I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Mm-hmm. Because um, in between those two podcasts, right, speaking of something being uh, in sync, um, I had a bad hour. So thankfully, it wasn't a bad day. So my bad hour in a really quick version is that I dropped my phone on the ground. And then um, I thought I lost it. I went looking for it. I couldn't find it. But then I, I tried calling myself, right? And thankfully, uh, a good Samaritan or a great Samaritan picked it up and kept it secure for me. And then she, she, had, oh, I shouldn't say she, but I already revealed it, but they, they answered the phone and, uh, they were very nice. And then I got, I picked it up from them. So that was, that was why it became good, uh, not a bad day, just a bad hour. That's but you know, the funny thing is, even, you would think after finding that, I would be like, you know, super happy. And I was, right? I was super happy that somebody was so nice to me and picked it up and gave it back to me. But I realized something, which is that like, Later on the day, I, I still felt a little bit not that great, only because um, I realized that I'm so attached to uh, objects. And that's one thing I'm trying not to, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. be attached to objects. Because I, 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 not that I'm rich, I'm not. I, I work a job, I have a job, but uh, I can afford to buy a new phone. 
Like, that's not going to break my bank, okay? Mm-hmm. But just the thought of that really bothered me. And you know what? I, I, I got to work better on not being attached to objects. But I want to get to my question, though. Here's my quick question, okay? You know, I, I've never heard you guys talk about, like, um, the, the okay baby. I don't know if you guys will talk about it or plan to talk about it or never will talk about it. But uh, I just want to hear your take on it only because, um, you know, uh, everybody on the Internet is totally killing um, the the, the lady in the relationship, Kira, right? Because she's the one that broke it up. But I just had a question for you. And because I'm I'm dealing from a guy's perspective and I want to hear the female perspective. But as a guy, I'm looking at the situation. They have four kids and they never got married. So who was the one that didn't want to get married? Because I know they were eventually engaged. So was it one of those cases where, like, Oscar's, like, you know, trying to be, like, a cool guy and, you know, hold off marriage, like, that kind of cliche that guys don't want to get married? And she really wanted to get married, and then eventually she just got fed up with it. Like, I'm not waiting for you anymore. Or was it the other way around? Oscar really wanted to put a ring on her, like, begged her to marry begged her to marry him, and then she just kept on saying, no, 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 we'll do it next year, we'll do it next year, and then eventually she's like, you know what? That I don't know who these people yeah. are. I'm Oscar looking it Morales. Up. Okay. It said okay this, baby. I've never heard of this. Okay I've never baby. heard of them. There's a YouTube. Oscar and like, Kira break up. Oscar oh. Morales. Oscar Morales and Kira Cyber. It looks like they're they're YouTube people. Oh. What is their what's their deal? Okay like what babies teen parents make a living through YouTube. Huh. I'm well, sorry, we don't um we don't know them. They were eighteen. I don't know. Yeah, we don't, I don't know. we don't keep up with the YouTube influencers, but I really loved everything you said before that. It was really cute. <laughs> yeah. Not being attached to objects. Yeah. And like yeah, you can't take it with you. You can't, you can't take, take it with, it with you. you. you know? Well the Egyptians did. Yes. Yeah, but you know when they you get did. to the Titanic heaven in the sky, yeah, you got to throw you, out uh, your your necklace for your, your, your amulet. Yeah, <laughs> throw out that amulet. You got to throw out your amulet before you go to Titanic heaven. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. All right. Well, well that's our last it. that and that murder she wrote. Um, all right, guys, please keep calling in. Don't forget the web crawlers challenge. Longest e- uh, longest voicemail oh, wins really? wins thirteen million dollars uh, oh, from boy. Maria. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stutton, and I producer Maria, who will give you thirteen million dollars if you no. leave a long voicemail. All right, bye, no. bye, over. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, 
Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.